My name is Alex Barthet. Uh, I am a board certified construction lawyer here in the state of Florida. And we are going to talk about your lien and what happens when it's bonded off and what do you do next? So let's get started. Today's agenda, um, we're gonna talk about what is a lien and how does it work? It's important to have that fundamental understanding. So we're all on the same page. Then we'll talk about what does bonding off the lien actually mean? Sometimes we have clients call us and tell, tell us that, you know, the contractor just called me and he said that he's bonding off my lien and I'm never gonna get paid. We're gonna talk about what it means and, and why you shouldn't be as worried as the contractor wants you to think. Um, and then we'll talk about the process. So once it's bonded off, what do you do to get paid? So let's start with the fundamentals. What is a lien and how does it work? So understand that the Florida law and, and the law in most states, um, and Florida has a very well-developed construction lien law. And it says that if you perform uh, labor or provide materials for the improvement of a piece of real property in the state of Florida, you have a right to sell that property to recover your money. And if there's any equity in the property, that equity at the sale will be used to pay you what you're owed. The way you secure that right is with a construction lien. It requires exacting um, performance on your part to comply with all of the rules of the lien law. We're gonna go over those in a minute so that there's no misunderstanding of what they are and your lien will attach to the real property to the extent that you're doing work um, and the owner of the property requested that work. But at the same time, if you do work for a tenant or maybe you're a sub or a supplier who has a contract with the contractor, who has a contract with the tenant, you can also have a lien on the lease. So if you're doing a build out in a, um, shopping mall for a restaurant and you don't get paid it's not that you don't have any lien you may only have a lien on the leasehold interest and you may not have a lease on the property if you have questions about leases sorry liens on leases or real property you can go back through the um archived sunray webinars we did an entire webinar on leaning leasehold interests so if that's something that's important to you you can go back to the Sunray uh, notice webinar section and you can find that that webinar. Once you properly secure your lien by timely serving a notice and recording the lien, um, then the process of executing on that is a formal lawsuit called the lien foreclosure action and the property is sold. Um, in the old days, it used to be literally everyone would show up at the courthouse now for many years it's been online so we have bidders from all across the world and the country who can bid on the property at the foreclosure sale which is online that property will be sold any prior encumbrances like for example a construction loan um, that may have priority over your lien they are going to get paid first but any excess any equity and the property will be used to pay you um, and pay you for the 
amount of your lien or up to the amount of your lien, um, including possibly interest, costs, and legal fees. So let's go. So, so that's the foreclosure process. That's what, what how liens work. Let's talk about the timeline so everyone's on the same page about what you need to do in order to secure your lien rights. If you do not have a direct contract with the owner of the property, so you're a subcontractor, you are a supplier on a project, um, you need to serve a notice to owner no later than 45 calendar days from your first work on the property or first delivery of materials. The sooner you serve it, the better. You cannot serve it sooner than you have a contract to do the work, but you don't actually have to wait until you deliver the materials or provide work. So if I'm a plumber and I'm a subcontractor and I sign a contract today to do work on a project, I can notice that job today, even if I may not show up for two months. Um, so using a service like Sunray makes the, the process very easy to secure your rights with that notice to owner. And again, 45 days is the absolute last day. It must be received via certified mail by the owner and the contractor. So if you're waiting until the 43rd day, you're probably gonna lose your lien rights because it's gonna take longer than those days to process the notice and get it in the mail via certified mail. So that's step one. Step two, you must record a claim of lien no later than 90 calendar days from your last work or last furnishing of the materials on the project. Sunray can handle your claim of lien as well. Um, and again, the 90 days is the absolute last date to record the lien. Um, I strongly encourage our clients that you should not wait past about day 60 from 60 calendar days from the last day you did work on the project to start contemplating putting this lien together. So, oh, it's been 60 days. What are we gonna do, guys and gals? How are we gonna get paid? You know, let's start getting our documents together. Let's call a construction lawyer. Let's um, get with Sunray so we can put the lien on the property. Don't wait till the 80, 80th day, 85th day. You know, it takes time to prepare the lien. You're gonna have to sign it under oath. It's gotta be recorded. Many recording offices um, that handle electronic recording take a few days to process. Miami-Dade is notoriously the worst. Um, we've seen it take as long as 10 full calendar days for them to receive a document and record it. So you don't wanna wait until the last minute to submit your claim of lien for recording. Then you have to serve the claim of lien via certified mail to all the people listed in the notice of commencement. Again, if you use Sunray to do your claim of lien, they'll mail it out to everyone that needs to get it. If you are in direct privity, you have a direct contract with the owner, there's an additional document you need to serve. It's called the contractor's final affidavit. It needs to be served on the owner no later than five days before you file the lawsuit to foreclose on your claim of lien. So 
If I am a general contractor, I have a contract with an owner, I haven't been paid. I record my claim of, I record my claim of lien. I'm now thinking I'm gonna file my lawsuit to foreclose on the claim of lien. I need to make sure that I get this contractor's final affidavit prepared, signed and notarized, and mailed via certified mail at least five days before I file that lawsuit to foreclose on the lien. So keep in mind that that's an additional step um, that you'll have to follow. And then the last step is you have to file this lawsuit to foreclose on the claim of lien no later than one calendar year from the recording date of the claim of lien. I strongly encourage my clients not to wait until, you know, 11 months and two weeks to decide, okay, well, now we need to file a lawsuit to foreclose on our claim of lien. My general advice to clients is within 60 to 90 days of recording the claim of lien and your other efforts to try to get paid, if you still haven't been paid in that period of time, that's when you should consider moving forward to foreclose on your claim of lien. Again, waiting until the last few weeks is a bad idea. Um, one question I get every once in a while is, well, I don't wanna spend the money on a lawyer to foreclose. I'm just gonna re-record the lien. That's not a thing that doesn't exist. You will, your, your, your lien expires one year from the recording date of the claim of lien and, and preparing a new lien and recording that new lien um, doesn't extend the time um, on your lien. What you've now done is you've lost your lien rights on your first lien and your second lien is now what's called a fraudulent lien and you may be liable for damages for doing that. So again, the only way to keep your claim alive is to file that lawsuit no later than one year from the reporting date of the claim of lien. Okay, with that as background, what does bonding off my lien mean? Know that sometimes the owner, contractor, and even a subcontractor may have a legal or contractual obligation to keep the property free and clear of liens. Understand that this, type, this concept of bonding off your lien is different than having a claim against a payment bond, a surety payment bond that's typically posted at the time the job commences. So public projects, the contractor typically has a bond. Larger private projects, the owner will require the contractor to get a payment bond. That payment bond um, secures your right to be paid in lieu of a lien. Bonding off your lien means you still have lien rights because there was no payment bond prepared and recorded at the time that your lien, um, at the time the project started. But now, because this lien, your lien on the property is creating a problem, someone can take your lien that is that attaches to the project and set it aside and putting it against a, um, a, a, a security instrument. So this bond is like cash that's set aside to secure your lien. So it takes it off the property and puts it on that cash. So some of the examples of a need of a contractor or owner to keep the property free and clear of liens are, is a loan. So maybe there's a loan on the property 
your lien becomes a technical default on that loan and the owner has to bond off your lien or the owner tells the contractor you need to bond off the lien um, so they bond off your lien uh, tenant build out <clears throat> excuse me tenant build out work typically the lease between the landlord and the tenant says that the property must be free and clear of liens so when you record a lien the tenant may be obligated to post a lien transfer bond bonding off your lien so that they do not violate the terms of the lease and many contracts prime contracts subcontractors say that you as the contracting party have to keep the property free and clear of liens so if someone below you a subcontractor or supplier puts a lien on the property, it may be your obligation to bond it off. And as I mentioned before, this transfer bond is different from a payment and performance bond that's typically um, prepared and recorded at the time the project starts. So how is this lien transfer bond uh, prepared? Um, and what's the value of it? There's a formula that's in the, the lien statute, but generally speaking, this um, formula works out to be about 150% of the lien. So if I record a lien for $100,000, the owner or contractor, if they want to bond it off, are going to have to come up with a lien transfer bond of about $150,000. That extra money that extra 50% is intended to cover legal fees that are accrued, costs, and interests. So that's why it's not the exact amount of the bond, uh, of the lien, but it's uh, about 150% more than that. There are two types of bonds that can be used when bonding off a lien. One is cash. So if we use my example of a $100,000 lien on the property, the owner can go to the clerk's office with hundred in round numbers, $150,000 worth of cash. So a cashier's check, for example, and the clerk will accept that deposit and issue a cash lien transfer bond. So you will get something in the mail called a certificate of transfer and where it lists the surety, it's going to say the word cash. That's how you know that the cash was used as the transfer bond security. The other way to do it is to go get a, a, a transfer bond um, from a surety. So whether that's Travelers, Liberty, CNA, Hartford. Um, and what they do is they charge a premium and they have the person, the principal that's issuing the transfer bond post collateral, sign an indemnity agreement, pay a premium, and then they will issue that bond. That's, that bond is a negotiable instrument. It's taken to the clerk's office and the clerk will hold that original bond and issue a certificate of transfer, which you as the lienor will receive in the mail. And in the spot where it says surety, it's gonna say, whoever was the transfer bond surety. So in my example, maybe it was Travelers, Liberty, Hartford, whoever it may be. So that's the process. So now 
you've leaned a project, you've been told that it's going to be bonded off, or you receive in the mail the certificate of transfer, what do you do? How do you get paid? Well, the first thing is you should celebrate. You know, your lien now is no longer subject to any of the issues associated with the sale of the property. You still have to foreclose on your lien, except now, you know, let me give you an example why having a lien transfer bond um, is a reason to celebrate. Let's say you're doing work and you're owed $100,000 on a property that has a million dollar construction loan or a $10 million construction loan or a $50 million construction loan. When you foreclose on your lien, you're typically going to be behind that construction lender. When they bond off your lien, they've now set aside a pot of money just for you, just for your lien, that's unrelated to any other liens, mortgages. So you've got this um, segregated amount of money that you're going to fight over. And if you prevail in your lien foreclosure case, they're going to liquidate that bond and pay you. Um, so you don't have to worry about any other encumbrances like other liens or mortgages that would affect, that could affect your ability to get paid. So while you should celebrate, because now you know that you're fully secured, you need to get ready to fight. And the reason you need to get ready to fight is what we find, you know, I've been doing this for more than 20 years. Anyone who takes the time, effort, and money to bond off your lien, rather than picking up the phone or sending you an email to work things out, means they don't want to pay you. So if they're threatening to bond off your lien, or if you received a, a certificate of transfer in the mail, just know you're probably gonna have to file suit. So when clients call me and they say, hey, Alex, I got this thing in the mail, it's called a certificate of transfer. What does it mean? What do I do? I tell them you need to file your lawsuit right away. They don't wanna pay you. That's why they spent the time and money to bond off your lien. If you wanna get paid, you need to file that lawsuit to foreclose right away. And the legal process that you have to follow is the identical process that I told you for foreclosing on a lien, except in the legal paperwork where we say, instead of selling the property to pay your lien, we say liquidate the bond, lien transfer bond to pay the lien. So we still have to prove everything that um, we would normally have to prove in a lien transfer bond case that you complied with the lien law, that the work was done, that your materials and work were incorporated. Except the, the difference now is at the end, if you prevail, they liquidate the lien transfer bond and that's how you get paid. Remember, you have to do this no later than one year from the recording date of your claim of lien. Um, and there are ways that those dates can, that date can be shortened. So just be aware that, and this is why I tell clients, if you receive a lien transfer bond um, or a certificate of transfer in the mail, it's at that moment you really should be seeking legal assistance to, to foreclose on your lien. You should not be waiting. Great. Thank you, everybody. Have a wonderful day.